Night Talk. Oh. Post Super Bowl. Okay. <laughs> We're here. We're live. It's your boy Jay. Connor. And I'm here, Evan, for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. We we allegedly did a podcast last week, but that didn't get allegedly. posted. Allegedly. Yeah. But um We we talked about the Super Bowl and I'm pretty sure we all picked the Patriots. Yeah. Wait, why didn't it get posted? Let's not talk about that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> like, uh, but the one thing that we had wrong the most about is that we were all like, oh, yeah, this is going to be 34-31, 28-21, you know. Mine was, I thought the Patriots were going to win 31-28, to and I was I was right, but I was wrong at the same time. Yeah, I had the Patriots winning 28-24. to I was very, very wrong, but right. <sighs> We can't even say we cannot call it a good game. No, it sucked. Yeah, it, it was. If you like defense, and maybe no, because even the defense wasn't even good. It was just the offenses yeah, were terrible. It was good it was defense. Terrible. It was good defense by Patriots, the Patriots. Yeah, Patriots yeah by the and the Rams actually. Both defenses were good, except the Patriots was better though. I mean, but Jared Goff also was terrible. Yeah, he, he was did play like crap. And Todd Gurley was also injured. I think Jared Goff kind of. The lights were a little bit too bright, and he didn't know. he. The Patriots' defensive game plan was basically, all right, Goff. So McVay's telling you all this stuff because he's got, he's got the thing in his helmet, and McVay is telling him what he looks at. We're just going to confuse him and make him make the reads, and Goff doesn't know how to do that because yeah. the truth is – this is this is a hot take. I don't know how hot of a take it is, but golf is trash. Dang. <laughs> McVeigh is the one that's doing the work for him. But when he has to improvise, you saw what happens. So he's trash. Dang. He can make some of the throws, but like when it just comes down to like he needs to make these throws, he has to identify the defense. Doesn't I don't do think it. he can do it. Doesn't so you, do it. So you think golf is a system quarterback? He is even. That wouldn't even do it justice. Dang. It's, like, it's <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my hot take of the day. Uh, maybe I am being overact. I'm, I'm overacting maybe a you little bit, I'm, but yeah, like, it's all about McVeigh is doing. He's reading the defense and he's telling him. And then, but once, what golf can make good throws, I think, but reading defenses, he's not ready to do that yet. Maybe maybe he will, but not now. I have a conspiracy theory. Oh jeez. Okay. The reason that Jared Goff was so trash and that the Patriots were able to frazzle him is because whoever the defensive coordinator is for the Patriots, what's his name? Brian Forrest, who's now the Dolphins head coach. Yeah, but yeah, him, that guy, he hacked into Sean McVay's microphone <laughs> and knew all of the plays that they were about to run. It almost seems like it. It was like... What what the Patriots defense did? They ran zone, and and Goff was like, "What is this? I don't want. What, what is this? this? I don't know what this is." So he just like made terrible decisions and bad throws all game. I mean, how many how many interceptions did he throw? He one. threw one, but it was it was the last. It was yeah. like at the end of the game. Stephon when they, Gilmore. They were down seven. They were they were at the thirty. They could have scored a touchdown, but yeah. Goff said, "Nope." Yeet. He <laughs> and just and Gilmore was just like, huh, give me that. Yeah. So how long was the attempt at the very last play? That was like forty-eight a, yards. Yeah, and he God, shanked it. So bad. Yeah. So he didn't even shank it. I mean, the, even if he made that, they weren't going to win. It was yeah, wide it was left, like very wide. What did they have left. to do? They had to make the field they, goal. They had eight back, seconds. Onside they, kick. Yeah, they yeah. were down ten with eight seconds. In that eight seconds, they needed to make the field goal, cover the onside kick, 
and get the Hail Mary to tie the game and then go to overtime. And No, then they have to get a two-point conversion. No, no. If, they they uh, could get a two If they wanted to win, they would go for oh, two. Okay. But, but if like, they wanted to tie and send it into overtime in the most boring game. Yeah, I thought we were going to have That would have made it exciting at least. No, it wouldn't have. I Are you sure? That. I mean, that that would have been exciting. Yeah, once it I saw still the Patriots score again, I was like, I don't feel like watching it was, this anymore. It was so thirteen boring. to three. Patriots, lowest scoring Super Bowl ever. It was three it, nothing at halftime. Yeah, it was just a bad like. Who wanted to watch Pat's Rams? No one. Like I literally. I would. I would. Pat Saints would have been yeah, so much watched, better. Yeah, I would have. Because Breeze is not like golf, all right. Yeah, he knows what to do. Like, you know. I would have literally <laughs> rather seen any of the three possible combinations. Other than this game, yeah, I would love to see Chiefs Rams. They all would have been yeah. better games. Chiefs yeah, Rams would have been like a sixty-point Super Bowl. Yeah, uh, if it was Pat Saints, it would have been like, oh, Breeze versus Brady. That, that yeah. would be great. If it would have been Chiefs and Saints, Saints, that would have been good too. Because you know MVP Mahomes. Yeah, MVP. Because we've seen the Patriots way too much in the Super Bowl the past like I think there's a bit of years. Patriots fatigue I mean it's been there for a while but now just, it's definitely when you like you see it it's just like oh my god it's just another year the same it's like the, it's yeah. like Warriors fatigue it's yeah, just like it's god like, them I again I mean but like, like even with the Warriors like yeah they've won three of the last four titles but like it's the Patriots have been like this since I was like three years yeah, old. This is like, yeah. As long as I've been alive, I've known the Patriots are good. Yep. Exactly. I've never yep. seen them bad. Exactly. It's they even went eleven and five with Matt Castle. <laughs> and they went eleven and five this year, and a lot of people were counting them out. I don't know if you two were. I'm not sure, but a lot of people were counting them out, and I, I could, I was, I wasn't like mad at them or anything because like they don't look as good as last year or the year before that. But I just said to myself, I wouldn't doubt the Patriots because, like, you never know. And then they they prove that they can do it. It doesn't matter how bad they are going into the playoffs. As long as they're in, they can do anything. That's what I learned. I was just – like, I'm not even mad at the fact they won. Yeah, it's just like It's just like, okay. Yeah, it's like I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like, no one cares. And no one was excited that the Patriots won. Like, it, it, it was just like, like okay. Was like, yes. I yeah. mean, I, I mean, I was. We were a Patriots <laughs> fan, but, like – it's like okay, like Tom, when, the, Tom when they beat the Falcons, that was amazing. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like even though I was mad, like I was, still, <laughs> I was yeah. mad. The craziest game ever. At least there was passion, right? Yeah, this right. one was just like a passionless sort of like, oh, oh that happened. Over. This was like a preseason game. Well, you know what? <laughs> so the Patriots' last few Super Bowls have gone have been crazy. Like last year was crazy. Yeah. The, the Falcons Super Bowl was crazy. The one against the Seahawks was crazy. I'm kind of okay with the Super Bowl. Like, it kind of sucks. Yeah. Just like, one where we just like win. It's just like, yeah, we won. Nothing, you know. Yeah. I can re- I can relax but a little bit. But like, how many more years do you give Brady? Two. To play or to still be a winner? Still be a winner. Uh, to play, I'll I'll give him two. Yeah. Maybe three. I'll give him like five. If he can go to five, that'd be. Amazing. I think that Brady's not slowing down anytime soon. Okay, so no, I know he was trash this year. I mean, yeah, he was trash in the Super Bowl, but like. Max Kellerman has been saying he's going to fall off a cliff. I don't think he's falling off a cliff yet. I don't think he but is. he was he worse this year than last year. Yeah, yeah. but he was still he's still good. Yeah, it wasn't like a huge like fall off, you know. See, but, yeah. Where, where I'm coming from it is, I saw Peyton Manning fall off. Like I sat there and watched him yeah. deteriorate. And he still won a Super Bowl. Right, and and yeah. Peyton Manning went against that 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 strong Broncos defense and absolutely got smacked. Tom Brady went against this strong Rams defense. And wait, yeah, wait, wait. he didn't have a great game, but like he didn't get absolutely smacked. He won. Yeah. Like they still won, and that's why I think that Tom Brady is gonna still be around until we see Tom Brady go into a Super Bowl and absolutely get physically annihilated. 
I he, think he's going to still be at the top of his He game. got hit a few times, by the way, because you're not going to hold down that D-line for a while because Donald and Sue and Fowler, there was one where Donald just, like, threw him to the ground like he was a rag doll, and it was like he, – he got hit. I mean, but he did – did Brady have a great game? No, not at all. The, the defense definitely carried them, but they the defense owed Brady this one after last oh, year. Oh, yeah, after last year when Brady threw for 500 yards and had three touchdowns, but the defense just let Nick Foles – Turn into yeah. Joe Montana Jr. So thank you, Matt Patricia, for leaving and putting in Brian Flores, and now our defense is great again. And thank you, Brian Flores, for leaving, yep. and hopefully the Patriots' defense will be back to being subpar. I, I don't know who we're going to go with. I mean, Belichick is pretty much the head guy there, and he's going to stay. The, Belichick's getting old, too. He's 66. At some point, he's going to retire. I mean, he's 66, but, like, he's still Bill Belichick. He, he's... He's not going to let up anytime soon. I don't think uh, the Patriots are they're going to be around for at least a few more years, which is bad news for everybody else, but good news for me, I guess. I I honestly thought at this point they'd be gone already. But they're not. But one thing that is gone after this game is the NFL season. Yeah. But this Saturday is the kickoff of the Alliance of American Football on CBS. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, it's like a new, uh, it's, it's it's a new, basically semi-pro football league. AAF. Uh, they have a television sponsor. They have eight teams, four in the East, four in the West. We got some memorable coaches like Steve Spurrier. We got some former NFL players, Trent Richardson, Stephen Garcia of my Birmingham yeah. Iron. Oh, you know, my, uh, Mike Singletary is also coaching. Mike Singletary, nice. Uh, I forgot what team. I think he might be coaching the Iron, actually. Hold on, i got to check. If he's the coach of the Iron, then that just made my fanship go well, up I'm go- 500%. Well, my favorite team is also the Iron because they got um, they got Stephen Garcia. Like That's just funny to me. USC. Yeah, I like that. I, I guess Orlando will be my second favorite, but, like, honest, have second favorites. honestly, for this, I'm not going to be, like, Rooting for a team that much. I'm going to be just watching it and just be glad I'm watching football. Right. So let me let me check who the coach of uh, Birmingham is. But, like, yeah, like, it's it's cool seeing that we're going to still get a chance at football after the NFL. And if it's successful enough, if it draws in viewership, and if it's actually consistent enough to get sponsors and stuff, I could see this going on for a while. I would love that because I need some football in the offseason. <laughs> and although it's the – off season for football and we've still got like minor football to go on now that the Super Bowl's over it's time to focus on the NBA yeah and boy oh boy it's the trade deadline this week and we had quite a trade to kick it off um last Thursday my New York Knicks sent away mm. Chris Stats Porzingis yikes to the Dallas Mavericks alongside Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Courtney Lee, and Trey Burke. And in return, we received Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and two future first-round picks. I'll say this. If you're going to become a Knicks fan, I think now would be a good time because I think they're about to rebuild. They're, they got the assets, and if they can land a good big free agent like you know, like a Kyrie or an AD or a KD, they could be pretty good. I mean, they they're building – but they can they can get up if they get Zion too, which I think they will. They they could be pretty good. So right now is the best time to be a Knicks fan. Now you can call me biased. <laughs> On paper it might look bad. Yeah. But the New York Knicks won this trade, and here's why. Porzingis has not played professional basketball for going on two seasons. 
So yes, the idea of a Luka Doncic and Porzingis pairing does sound magical. But this will be a Kristaps Porzingis that hasn't played basketball in two years. Come off of a torn ACL. Mm-hmm. Also, the fact that they gave up a majority of their assets to bring on Porzingis is going to be terrible for their team. And they took on Tim Hardaway Jr. and Courtney Lee's contract, which is combined $74 million. Which leaves them no cap space to bring in free agents alongside them. So that means that for, the, for at least the next two years, their starting lineup will be Luka Doncic, Tim Hardaway Jr., Harrison Barnes, Chris Dats Porzingis, and Salah Mejri. I mean, that's not terrible. But that's not a playoff team in the West. Yeah. We we all we all like Chris Dats Porzingis is a great player, but he never took the Knicks to the playoffs. Luka Doncic is a great player, but he doesn't have the Mavericks in position to make it the playoffs. So yes, this is going to be an exciting young duo to watch. But at the same time, are they going to be able to win? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think the Knicks they're okay with it because. Porzingis requested the trade, didn't he? So they had to... Kind of, sort of. This dude came in the locker room and was like, hey, I'm confused about the direction of the team. And then James Dolan was like, oh, out. Bye. So, I, I mean, I guess given the circumstances that they had to trade him, then I guess that's a good trade. I mean, if the, I don't really care about the players they got as much as the picks they got. Right. Uh, those are two first-round picks, 2021 and 2023. And I know that seems like, oh, that, that's a long, long time from now, but... I say look back at the Nets trade. Look at the look back at the Nets Celtics trade. Those picks that we didn't think were be would be big turned into guys like Jason Tatum, guys like Jalen Brown, like guys that are key pieces of a championship contender. And the fact that we were able to get those future picks and shed that seventy four million that I just talked about, we now have room for two max contracts in free agency. And if everything goes right, the Knicks are still the worst team in the league right now. Yeah. If we lose out I'm not even saying if we lose out. If we end the season on a good note where we're where we still have the most losses in the NBA, <laughs> that's Zion Williamson right there. If we end on a good note with the most losses in the NBA. <laughs> so that, that, that's Zion Williamson. And you got Zion, you got Dennis Smith Jr., you got Kevin Knox, and you got two max contracts. I kinda, that's Kyrie and KD. I kind of hope Zion goes with the Cavs. Just that was, Nobody wants to see Zion on the Cavs. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Nobody really wants to watch he'd be the next. Le- he'd be the next LeBron. He'd save yeah. Cleveland. No, he would. <laughs> Zion's the GOAT. Zion's already the GOAT. Yeah. But nobody wants to see him in Cleveland. Think so, about it from, from a marketing standpoint of the NBA. I'm not saying the draft lottery is rigged, but it's rigged. Um, so <laughs> would you rather have the most electrifying prospect since LeBron go to a big market in New York City or to Cleveland? It's Cleveland. Okay, how about this question? So there's three big free agents slash people who want to be traded. AD, Kyrie, and KD. So you, you think the Knicks can get two of them? Yes. What's the most realistic situation? where they What two are they? do you think they will get? Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. That would be pretty good. And you add Zion in there, that would be pretty good. So no, you don't think AD? Or I don't he? think AD. I think AD is going to the Lakers, and I feel like Klay Thompson is going to follow suit uh, with AD. I think Kyrie can go the Knicks. KD, I'm not exactly sold on yet, but it could happen. And when it comes to Kyrie, if he doesn't go, come to the Knicks, he's going to the Lakers. It's either Knicks or Lakers with him. But I'm pretty, I'm like 85% sure we're getting Kevin Durant this offseason. And I know I sound overly confident, and you're like, nobody wants to come play in New York, especially y'all have nobody there. But, I mean, it's the mecca of basketball. Always has been, always will be. Everybody wants the opportunity to play in the Garden. You know? Do you think KD kind of wants to be uh, like the savior of the Knicks? Yes, yes. And the reason he wants to do that is because he wants to save his legacy. When Kevin Durant signed with the Warriors in 2016, 
everybody's like, oh, his legacy's forever tarnished. He just joined three other All Stars that just won, that were just a game away from the championship. Like, you joined this seventy-three and nine team. <laughs> it's still ridiculous when I think about it. But Kevin Durant, let's say he gets his rings with the seventy-three and nine team. He gets his rings, and then he's like, okay, I want money now, but I also want the opportunity to win. Goes to a New York team that hasn't won a championship since 1974. Oof. 1974. It's better than my team. We've never won one. That is a 45-year gap between our last title. And if Kevin Durant comes here and leads us to a championship, his reputation is forever saved. All right, before we end this podcast, I just want to say one more thing. Going back to the Super Bowl, the fact that Joe Namath gave the Lombardi to the Patriots, that was pretty That was pretty sweet, not going to lie. Uh, final takes, uh, Julian Edelman definitely deserved finals. Oh, yeah. Um, we, yeah, we didn't We didn't address Julian Edelman. Real quick, Edelman, man, he he just found it was his way open on like every other play. It was like Brady didn't even need to do that much because Edelman was just wide open on every play. So he definitely deserved the MVP. If it, it, you give it, I would, the defense won the game, but if you have to give it to one player, it's definitely Edelman. Edelman. Edelman and Michelle definitely had great games. Uh, other final takes, uh, girl, you need to get healthy. Yeah. ASAP. Sean McVay, you're still a great coach. Get, but get better, though. <laughs> uh, we should have saw SpongeBob at the halftime show. <laughs> Absolutely. And not Absolutely. for the 500th time. Uh, but, like, you know, <laughs> Brady, you won, your six, you won your sixth ring. Congratulations. Going to Disney World. Or Edelman's going to Disney World. Edelman's going to Disney World. And NBA trade deadline is this Thursday. We'll have a lot to talk about next week because that's after the deadline. So we'll see. But, yeah, thank you guys for listening to Night Talk Podcast. Congratulations to the New England Patriots on your sixth championship win, and hopefully you'll fall off. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Until next time, this has been Night Talk. Peace out. Peace out.